Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. It's the Duval Hot Takes Podcast, starring Sean Daly. If there's one club I don't want to be a part of, it's Sam's Club, because he always has way too much Pat Smith. What's the difference between Jaguars and turkeys? Turkeys stop getting stuffed after Thanksgiving. With With Taylor Taylor Smith Smith and Devin May. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with being a Jags fan, you may be entitled to sadness. Mm Mm-hmm. Here we go! What's up, everybody? Good day to you, and welcome to the Duval Hot Takes Podcast, your favorite podcast for the Jacksonville Jaguars, brought to you by Big Cat Country and SB Nation. I'm Taylor Smith. I'm your moderator for the show. I am joined by your hosts, Sean Daly. Hi there. Pat Smith. Yes, sir. And your facts and stats man, Devin Mave. Hello. Today is Wednesday, November 25th, getting an episode out for you just in time for Thanksgiving, and I think we're going to have some fun today. 27-3, to the Steelers came to Jacksonville and tore it up. Jaguars are now 1-9, and the tank just won't stop. And if you know us, you know we love to toot our own horn. Sean and Pat told you exactly how this game was going to go last week. We hoped the Jags would win, but I don't think there was ever any real doubt. Sean had said after Houston and Green Bay, there would be enough evidence on Jake Luton that it would be pick central, and it was. Then we had Pat saying after two close games in a row, the other shoe had to drop eventually, and this would be the one where it all gets away from us, and it did. I know I'm giving it all away here, but I'm just so excited. So Pat, we'll have you start this week. You said the Steelers could get as many as 40 points, but we did keep them under 30. So what do you think? Did Did it look like the Jags were hanging on at all? No, 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 no. Uh, the guy from 127 hours hung on better than the Jaguars did this game. Okay, James and, and, Franco. Yeah, and and Franco did it without an arm. All right, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie. Sorry, Sean. Um, <laughs> what a spoiler! <laughs> this game was horrible. It was horrendous. It was one of the worst games that we were going to watch all year long. We knew that going into it. Obviously, the Steelers. Uh, undefeated going into this game, the only hopes you had of keeping it close was it could was it could have ended up to be a a trap game, if you will, where they they would have made silly mistakes or officiating would have gone our way, um, and none of that happened. I, I think the only reason why it was twenty seven three is because Ben Roethlisberger makes uh, an Aaron throw into the end zone to to Daniel Thomas at the end of the first half. Um, to to a almost triple covered receiver down there that should have been that should if he if he makes the right play it's probably a touchdown so that's the only reason this game was even twenty seven three at that standpoint um, 
before I get into the game too much, yeah, I, this is where we are, man. This this is this is what you're going to be watching for the rest of the year. Steelers are going to probably be the toughest opponent you play. Um, they have a physical defense, a huge piece in Minka Fitzpatrick, and that was proven this this week. And and if if Jake Luton sees any more playtime for the rest of the year, you're going to get plenty of picks and plenty of turnovers because it's it's not even it's not even close. And you know what? Listen, I had to check how tall Jake Luton was this game as well because I've never seen so many fucking balls batted down at the line. Jake Luton must have been three foot five this game, okay? Because if it wasn't a pick, it was getting batted down at the line. It, the guy is six six. He is six six, and he couldn't play any more of a uh, of a dwarf than he played this game. Christmas came early. One of the elves is playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and his name is Jake Luton. The guy is short as shit. He can't see over the line, and he's six six. I've never I've never seen that in my life. It's, it's yeah, you insane. have, Sean. Yes, you have, Blake Borles, buddy. <laughs> and you know what? I don't think Blake even had that hard of a time getting the ball over the oh, line. Oh, hey, buddy, buddy. Oh, buddy. I tell you what, he had... Listen, you're right. I'll retract that. He had some pretty <laughs> bad games where he was getting bad at the line. But I tell you what, this was one of the worst ones I've watched. And to be 6'6", and you can't get the ball over that line? I Come on, I couldn't be the only one that has seen it. I, I saw at least six no, balls yeah. get batted down this game. It, it was a lot. He uh, he was definitely throwing at a weird trajectory. I mean, that's how it goes. You, if you throw small, you're gonna you're gonna end up getting a hit at the line. That's what Blake always did. He always had that weird elongated motion, and I mean, that's just it's par for the course. Uh, we knew it. We knew Jake Luton was gonna come out and and uh, turn the ball over, throw four picks, just take that fat L. I mean, it was pretty much the easiest game to project all year. Uh, just because of how good the Steelers' defense is. And again, Jaguars' defense did not play badly. Jaguars' defense did about as good as you can, other than Chris Claybrooks. I think anybody that watches tape... I was going to say, boy. Anybody that watches <laughs> tape can realize that Chris Claybrooks is a special teamer. He's really good on special teams. Let's leave him there, huh? Let's just leave oh him there. Oh, my God. Um, Listen, uh, if, if, if since we're on the subject and you brought him up, there are a few things that I've seen in my lifetime get beat as bad as Chris Claybrook Sunday, and one of them resides in my pants, okay? I have <laughs> never seen a man get demolished on the football field as bad as Chris Claybrook. It was almost comical at one point because Ben Roethlisberger on a, on a third and ten, okay, didn't even didn't even look down on 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 the if you're looking on the TV on the bottom of the play um, where Chris Claybrooks was lined up. And the next play, right after that, the next drive, Chris Claybrooks got burned twice in a row on the same fucking play, third and long. On, on the 30 or 40, and he gave up a touchdown both times. It wasn't until the third time. It wasn't until the third time that he realized, oh, fuck, I got to get out of my I gotta get out of my coverage a little bit faster before I shouldn't let the guy burn past me this time. I should probably keep up with him. And he finally had a deflection or some sort uh, to save a touchdown. Guy Pat, sucks, man. Man, that guy sucks. I'm worried about you, man. I'm worried about you. If you're comparing uh, what, as you put it, resides in your pants to Chris Claybrooks, I'm worried about you. All right, and because that's that's rough. That means that you're just you're you're going a little too hard on yourself, uh, quite literally, I think. And uh, I'm worried about you, man. I'm gonna get you some lotion for Christmas. 
Uh, we're going to really talk about the this problem I think you might have. Because that's you want to talk about special teams. I mean, ages thirteen through fifteen were some 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 of the harder times. I, I gotta say, that's, you know, the internet was just starting up. You you're just you're just realizing like there's so much but, out uh, there. Never mind. All right, I'm not gonna. You don't right. have to spend money on. Nah, I'm not. I'm, we're we're getting off the rails. All right, Chris Clay Brooks is no good. Okay, I think you can see that he he got hurt. You know, nobody nobody wishes injury on him, but you know he got hurt, and then all of a sudden they stopped throwing the ball down the field. I'm not saying that both both things are are uh, you know in a line with another. But You're saying that there's no connection between. There's the two. no connection, but he got hurt. All of a sudden, when you replaced uh, 27 with 36, uh, Ben Roethlisberger stopped trying to throw it down the field as much. Yeah, I said it. It's been a long time coming, Duval. Hot takes. It's been a long winding road to get here, but we are finally here, baby. It is. Bar coup season, baby. We got nothing to bar coups, baby. It is time because I've been sitting on my hands watching these Jaguar games go on and on and on without getting to watch three six play some football. But Sunday, three six got on the field and he balled. Okay, he balled. He he covered like seven different routes run by receivers and he was targeted zero times that is because the guy he was covering was not open yeah i'm talking about you mapletron by the way that's a great nickname great great nickname for uh claypool of of the steelers but yeah mapletron he did nothing after barku got on him that maple tree was chopped down son it was over barku that's i'm telling you this next game browns baker mayfield (sighs) man that's a pick machine if i've ever seen one Coming to Florida, I'm just saying, I think my, I think my boy Luke might get him one. I think it might be. You want to talk about looting? What about looking, baby? We're looking now. All right, we're. I'm feeling good, and it's great. Okay, we got. I, 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 that's that's all I care about for the rest of the podcast. For the rest of the season, all I care about is Luke Barku, and he's gonna get some opportunities now. Because DJ Hayden's hurt, Chris Claybrooks is now hurt, Sidney Jones is hurt, CJ Henderson I think just got put on IR. Uh, I think Trey Hernan might have left the game. I th- I think Luke Barku might be the only cornerback on the Jaguars. It might be you might see like ten down linemen, and then you have Miles Jack, and uh, and Luke Barku just get sprinkled in there. You know, maybe nine down linemen, Miles Jack and Luke Barku. That might be a, the new defense that the Jaguars put out there. Um, yeah, so Steelers ripped us, uh, turned the ball over too much. Um, Jake Luton can't throw the ball down the field. At one point, Deontay Johnson had like 12 receptions, and Jake Luton had 11 completions, something stupid like that. Yeah, um, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, Pittsburgh just shut down James Robinson for the most part. I mean, James Robinson still had some good runs here and there, but just that, that rush defense is really, really good. And uh, that pass rush really turned it up in the second half, and... The Jaguars got behind the eight ball, and there was no getting back. Yeah, I mean, for what it's worth, James Robinson did did rush this entire game without any negative carries, all positive progressions. So, I mean, there was that that bright spot as as usually he's the only thing that's uh, that's shining. But gone. Yeah, you know, uh, offensive line really, really, really having some problems. I don't think Cam Robinson is a franchise left tackle. Uh, I think Jawan Taylor it, it, at best can be like. 
maybe a serviceable right tackle, you know, that just here forever. Uh, we got Linder for maybe one or two more years, but then every there's holes everywhere else. So just who knows, man? We're just along for the ride. Daniel Thomas played well until he then got hurt. So, uh, yeah, Clavon Chason made one good play. And I love people getting on him on Twitter about his long neck. That was hilarious. Yeah, that's uh, Miles Jack again played not not a bad game. Like man, he's out there trying to be a leader, and I love it. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. I don't really have a lot about the game. This is the kind of game where you just bury the tape and move forward. This is not a game for the Jaguars time capsule. All right, this is just not one of those games. Uh, if you bet the Steelers to cover, though, you, I won you some money. I'm just saying you start listening to me because I told you take the 10 points and run with it and I told you it was going to be a lot to a little so don't touch the over under but you know uh, I mean the under hit so yeah no you're right about that there's not too many of these games uh that we've seen in our lifetime that that are going to be in that capsule to begin with anyway so you know there's still plenty of space to 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 put in some games I'm still waiting to to find those games no it was like you said it was it was a game dude it was a really bad game to watch um and we knew that going into it you know, a lot, a lot of the folks, I'm, I'm hoping that the, these Luton, Futon believers are, are finally starting to see the light and realize that this guy is absolute ass. Steelers are good. Jaguars are bad. Steelers sure, are good. Jaguars sure, are bad. That sure. is what the, the headline sure. is. So, um, but yeah, you know, the, the Jake Luton following, I hope that dies off quickly. Um, I, I honestly, yeah, there's absolutely nothing that this guy comes with that shows me any promise at all moving forward. And it wasn't just this game. It's been games prior. And, and to tell you the truth. Honestly, if it, now I know, I know you're you're not winning on this team anymore. Nor is the mentality to win ball games. Okay, because Doug Marone is either one of two things, and honestly, he could be both. It's either he's absolutely clueless, okay, and, and doesn't know what he's doing, or he's just plain stupid. All right, it's it's one of the two. It's it, it, you can't tell me that this team wants to win ball games anymore, okay? The latter. Because that mentality, the latter. That that mentality can't be there anymore. All right, you don't allow Jake Luton to play that first half, that miserable first half that he played, and then allow him to trot back out there for a second half, hoping to see a different result. It, it's just not. It's not. I can't wrap my head around that. You, you can't do that. You have Mike Glennon, who's perfectly serviceable. Okay, you went into the first oh, half seventeen to three. Pat, oh, no, no, no. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Okay, I'm talking about the mentality of the team. We've been, we've been, we've been tossing and flipping of this mentality of this football team for the last couple of weeks. Okay, we've been, we keep asking ourselves, do they even want to win? Do the players want to win? Does the coaching staff want to win? Okay, and it keeps going back and forth. All the talking heads in Jacksonville. That's all they keep saying. Oh, I'm sure they want to win. I guarantee you they want to win. They're, just, they just have bad personnel. They don't want to win. Okay, and not not that I as a fan want them to win. I'm just clarifying that they do not want to win on this team. All right, that that mentality is as good and true as it always has been. They don't want to win on this team. Okay, you don't allow a rookie to go give you the performance that he gave you in the first half of this game, and then go down seventeen to three and trot him back out there expecting this guy to come back and be some fucking golden pony boy that he has an absolutely no talent, no skill whatsoever that he has shown that can do that. Okay, so. The, 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 the emphasis is this team is a bunch of losers, okay? The, the people that run this team are losers. Coaching staff, anyone that's wearing a headset on the sideline are losers, all right? They're all losers with a losing Not mentality. Ron Not Ron Middleton. All of them. All of them. I'm done with all of them, Sean. I'm done with all of them. I don't want to see a single one. I, I don't want to see... Honestly, if, if I had it my way, I don't know why we're keeping the act up. 
I really don't. I don't know why we're keeping the act up anymore. Let's let's just call a spade a spade, okay? Let's fucking can everyone, all right? I'm sitting Miles Jack. I'm sitting Josh Allen, who luckily did not suffer a, a season-ending injury this week, okay? I'm 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 sitting Jack. I'm sitting Allen, and I'm sitting um and I'm sitting DJ Chark. I'm sitting all three of them. I'm sitting them out for the rest of the year. I'm done. These guys are done. Yeah. DJ Chark fucking mollywops somebody for, for for a little scuffle on the side and got away with it. I don't know how that wasn't called. The referee was watching him do it. I don't know how that didn't get called, especially when we usually have one of the worst officiating crews ever to watch the game. Um, he just fucking mollywops someone. The guy, God, that guy's done. He's checked out. All right. So give me my give me my impact, guys. Get them off the field. Let the rookies have fun. Let it be their game. And you get rid of the coaching staff. You're not winning anymore. No one wants to win anymore. No one cares anymore. So let's call a spade a spade and let's fucking do this for real. Okay, let's save the the little bit of palate we got. I gotta I gotta challenge you a little bit here. I, I just I, I think uh number one, Doug Marone is just stupid. He is trying to win. He really is trying to win. All right, and I'm gonna tell you right now, two points. No way. Two points, no, there's yes. no way. Two points. No, Sean, me, there's dude, no way. I don't understand how you can Listen, do that. Listen, let me tell you right now. You don't come out with a surprise onside kick if you're not trying to win, All right? And that's what that's, that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to try to catch him off guard. He wanted to get. He wanted to try to put two scores up on the board real early. Uh, he had Keelan Cole try some weird onside kick, and he wanted. He's out there trying to do it. He's just stupid. He's just dumb because okay. it, like the, right. so the, he's just the surprise onside kick. First off, it wasn't a good idea because the, if there's one thing that your team has shown you in the past couple of weeks is that the defense is playing better. So don't take them off the field. Leave them on the field. I mean, they didn't score. Like uh, They failed the onside kick and the Steelers didn't score, so there were no points against them. So, I mean, you know, no harm, no foul. But still, that shows to me that he's still trying to win. Two, you say he's not trying to win because Jake Luton played in the second half and not Mike Glennon. He, if he were trying to lose, Mike Glennon would would have come out there because he sees Mike Glennon every day in practice. No, oh, I don't terrible. believe that. Pat, Pat, Mike Glennon might be the worst quarterback in the NFL. I don't believe that. Pat, Mike Glennon might be the worst quarterback in the NFL. That. He is god awful. I, I I can't believe that. I can't believe that you would have Mike Glennon in the first place. I mean, why, why would you go out and get him? That's Do you what I don't know understand. What the, I don't understand the ceiling the time, for Mike Glennon is like how good he could possibly be. He wears number six for the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's Jake Luton. Jake Luton is as good as Mike Glennon could ever be. That's how bad Mike Glennon is. The only reason he's here is because he can communicate well with other quarterbacks. And like he can, he's like a coach on the sidelines. He's going to be a good coach at some point, but Mike Glennon cannot play the game of football. It is it's terrible. I, I've seen it. So you, so you as a coach, knowing what you have in Jake Luton, would have been just fine with going in the second half and be like, all right. Yeah. Let's he, I mean, can't he, get worse. He gives us the best chance to win out of all the quarterbacks on the roster. Yeah. Mike Lennon is terrible. Mike Lennon plays for the other team. Whenever Mike Lennon plays quarterback for the, whatever team, he actually plays for the other team. He's the 54th man on their roster. Because that well, is how bad. That's amazing he is. because Jake Luton definitely was wearing yellow and black this week. So if if that was what he does, I can't imagine what Glennon does. Just then, remember uh, this conversation. Uh, if it happens, if Mike Glennon plays football for the Jacksonville Jaguars at any point under center, you remember this conversation and you and you'll be like, all right, man, you're right. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying this guy comes out and and makes this a ball game, okay? Nor do I want that to happen. I understand this is a conflicting. Uh, you know, I'm being a little a little bit of hypocrite in what I'm trying to say here, but I I I, I want to see something. I mean, listen, I get the onside, I get it, but 
I, you just you just you can't keep throwing shit against the wall and and thinking it's gonna change anything. And I and that's just maybe I just I think the problem is is that my expectations out of a professional head coach is maybe just too high. And I think that's what it is. And I'm being all say this is not me being comical or funny. I, I I just think that my expectations with this coaching staff is just far too high. That I'm expecting things on a, on an NFL professional level, and I'm never gonna get that out of these guys. And I know nope. I'm never gonna get that. But I just wanted to see maybe a spark or two, you know, maybe just a little bit. Uh, if if I'm not gonna get that, if I'm not gonna see that for the rest of the year. Pull the fucking band-aid off and just do it, okay? The Falcons already did it. Houston's already did it. Just fucking do it. What 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 are we playing for? There's nothing there. Sit our guys and just cut the coaching staff. I don't give a fuck if it's Thanksgiving Listen. or the holidays. I don't give a fuck if Doug Marone eats a damn can of beans in a box on Christmas Day. I don't give a shit if that's what he has to succumb to if he gets fired, okay? It, it would be baloney. It'd be baloney. He couldn't afford baloney. He'd have to get a 50-cent can of beans to eat a box on the middle of Phillips Highway, and I would gladly throw shit at him out of my car as I drove by him, okay? I, I don't... Why do you have shit in your car? Stop shitting in your car, Pat. It's just convenient, Sean. It's just convenient, okay? <laughs> Stop. All right, well, let me tell you, you're talking about pulling the Band-Aid off. You're talking about sit benching all guys. You can't do that because of the union. All right, the players' union wouldn't allow it for if, if they're able to play, and they have incentivized contracts too. So, like, if Miles Jack gets a hundred tackles, he gets you know fifty grand or something like that. So, Miles Jack's gonna want to play, and if you don't let him play, then you're gonna have a union dispute on your hands, and it, it gets really messy. So, you, we can't can't just bench guys if they're healthy. Now, you can come up with some like quasi injury, like uh, Sam Darnold in New York, where you know my shoulder hurts, I can't play. Right, that's what you I'm can saying. Do something that, like that. Yeah, you don't think those guys will take that? No, not not if they have uh, incentives. You don't think Miles Jack will look around and be like, "Yeah, you know what? My ankle really is starting to hurt. I'm I don't think I'm going to be able to do this anymore. I'm, I'm going to have to you make sure we check it out, a little physical therapy." Well, you know, you you get a injury settled uh, number as your game check. You don't get the same amount as if you play it as if you suit it up and you don't like you said there's or like I said, there are incentives. Like there are incentives in every contract. So these guys want to I hit think them. I think we're splitting hairs. I think we're really splitting hairs. I'm just I'm telling you, you can't just bench all your good guys. You can't. That's not something that you can just do. I I don't see how I don't see why you cannot, especially with COVID times around. He hey, guess what? You got COVID. <laughs> oh man, that sucks. Well now you're you know now you're talking about are you talking about lying about having COVID? That's pretty fucked up, man. Can't do that. Oh yeah, Sean. I'm talking about one of the most corrupt leagues in the in the world and, and making up an injury. Yes. I I am. Obviously, yes. That's what I'm talking about. Pat's views does not represent that of us at Duval Hot Takes uh, and SB Nation and uh, Big Cat Country. The views of Pat Smith are his and his only. We don't support shitting in your car. Uh, yeah. You know what? Let's cut it here. Take a quick break before someone breaks our door down. When we come back, we'll preview our next game against the Browns, so don't go anywhere. Duval Hot Takes will be back in a flash. Don't spit out your drink. All right, what's up, everyone? Your Duval Hot Takes have returned. The Steelers beat us into the ground last week, and now it's time for the Browns to do the same. Or is it? Maybe one humiliating game was enough to whip us into shape? Let's hear what our hosts have to say. Sean, go ahead. So, 
We got the Browns coming to town, and they're going to be without their uh, pillow-tapping defensive end, and that is Defensive Player of the Year candidate, Miles Garrett. He's going to miss the second straight game because he's got COVID, and uh, they ain't messing around with that. So he's not going to play, which gives – that's he's their best player. So, I mean, that'll be worth a couple points on the spread. Um, Jaguars aren't a good team. Browns have been winning a lot of ugly games, and I think they win another ugly game on Sunday. I think the Jaguars play well. I really do. I think they play well. I think they put up some points. Um, it looks like Gardner might be a go. And if if Gardner is a go, then definitely this could be the one that the Jaguars win because it would it would so be Browns to lose to the Jags when they have a chance to like make the playoffs, you know. And they're 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 trying to clinch a non-losing season. They the Browns might win their 8th game on Sunday. So um yeah, I think the Jaguars play well, and I think they have they have a chance to win late, but uh, but they turn it over, something happens. So I think this is going to be a long Sunday for for Thanksgiving. But we got helped out with Thanksgiving Day miracles last Sunday with the Giants winning, with the football team winning in Washington, with the Cowboys winning, with all those teams winning. So now the Jaguars got a little bit of a cushion, so they can afford to win on Sunday. Yeah, we, we you're right. You do you do have just a little bit of leniency in that in that area. Um, I think we're still you're still kind of hoping for New York to stumble into one. I mean, I think that's as I think the majority of the fan base is hoping for, and we just you know hope to hop them uh, in in strength of schedule when it all boils down. They'd have to win two. Yeah, they'd have to win two. I don't know. Well. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. Uh, to full transparency, we're, we're recording this on Monday, so uh, we we only have tips and, and tastes of what the injury report looks like. But in a press conference today, they did say that they're going to evaluate Gardner and see how he's throwing, and um, depending on how well that is, uh, there if if Gardner Minshew is 75, percent there's absolutely no reason why he doesn't play. I, I don't see why anyone. But again, this this coaching staff is now intelligent, so I don't expect them to do the right thing. So if if uh, Gardner Minshew is seventy five percent, they'll they'll definitely trot Jake right back out there, and we'll we'll watch another shit show performance. Um, you're right; he gets blessed without having to face against Garrett. Uh, this offensive line, man, this offensive line sucks dick too. It, it is bad. Um, Cam Robinson, I, I, I just I don't I don't have words for him anymore. I keep trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I keep trying to make you know he's had a better year this year, but it's still just not good enough. I mean, we talk about uh, the same approach you take for Gardner Minshew. You have to be just as harsh on this offensive line because if it's not a good offensive line, then you're only hindering the quarterback play. No matter who's back there, I mean, you could have Steve Young back there and it's still gonna hurt if you got a shitty offensive line. So Cam Robinson is is not an uh, is not a prolific left tackle. You you nailed it earlier. He's not a starter. He's not even a, he's maybe a depth guy. He's he's no I'd like to think no better than uh, Richardson, which I'm surprised we haven't tried out there to to replace him yet. Um, but, but I'm sure again this is a contract year for Cam Robinson, so they're probably allowing him to take as many snaps as possible. He did face. What is probably one of the harder defensive lines, probably top three defensive line units in the NFL this year. So I get that. But man, the guy just just doesn't look good. It hasn't looked good the last couple games. Um, Juwan Taylor. Juwan Taylor showed me more flashes of, of being good throughout the last two years than he has bad. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt last week. Um, 
But yeah, Cam Robinson's not the answer. If if we do bring him back, man, I I hope it's for really cheap, and we're still looking for uh, a left tackle out there that's coming out on free agency. the The defensive unit is gonna is gonna be ass this week. Josh Allen is definitely not suiting up. DJ Hayden is definitely not suiting up. <laughs> and you are wrong. You are wrong. 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 You are very wrong. You are loud wrong. What? All right, Dwan Smoot. And Luke Barku, baby, it is. This is my week, son. You will not take this from me. This defense will look better. All right, it will be better without Josh Allen, without DJ Hayden, all these people, because Dewan Smoot's getting a sack and Luke Barku's getting a pick, and I am going. I'm gonna get drunk as fuck on Sunday on some just everybody like, wow, Sean's guys, this is great. All it took was 11 weeks, baby. It's happening. You're not taking it from me, Pat. I'll give you I'll give you half of that. I'll let you stay on Luke Barku train just because I'm I'm personally excited to see what he does with the full yes. game. But you know who also played last week? Smoot played last week. And you know who's <laughs> also been ass cream every time he's gotten in? Has been Dwayne Smoot. Okay? So, no, Smoot, Smoot. Get his name right. Smoot is... is uh, on, a, on a long list of ass players on this team, and he's just right there with the rest of them, okay? So, no, I'm not... He takes the team lead in sacks. Hey, all he needs is one. All he needs is he's one and a half. Get two. That's all he needs. The bar is not... He's competing with Devon Hamilton right now for, for sack leader on this team, okay? So, it's not, it's not a long list. Um, no, anytime Josh Allen... Even though Josh Allen has had a, a very, you know quiet year he hasn't been very productive at all throughout the year but when Josh Allen goes out that defensive line is increasingly bad when when Josh Allen's not playing so with him out of the picture that defensive line is gonna be horrendous um again DJ Hayden not playing all your cornerbacks are gone there's no Sidney Jones I if again I don't think Hendo comes out it's it's Luke Marku and it's uh a Trey Herndon show this week, okay? Yeah, baby. Um, so, I'll it, it'll be interesting to see because again, evaluation all just alone on Luke Barku, the guy is the highest paid undrafted agent uh, in the league. Okay, so he better be worth some damn money. I, I want to see him shut down. I want to see him lock it up because me personally, I think we both, you and I both, had CJ Hendo, Luke Barku, CB1, CB2 going in this year. And if that's what we go out with next year, I'm okay with Let's that. Go. I'm fine with that. Give me that all day. I'll take it all day. Let's go. I got no problem with that. But uh, I want to see it. So I don't care how this fucking game goes. I don't care. I don't care what I'm. I'm going to, for the first time, since maybe week one, I will watch every single play of this game. All right. I will watch every single play of this Jacksonville Jaguar game because I have not. I've been flipping on red zone. I've been watching some other shit just because I don't want to deal with it. You know? And uh, this time, I'm going to be fully dialed up, especially on the defense side of the ball. I think the Jaguars have a really, really realistic chance to win this football game on Sunday. Really, just uh, Miles Garrett not playing is huge. If Miles Garrett was playing, we oh oh done done. The guy's a game breaker. Guy's an absolute game breaker, and he's not going to be out there. So, I think I think the Jaguars hang tough, and I think uh, I here, here's the deal. It comes down to Nick Chubb and and Kareem Hunt, man, because they nobody runs the ball better than the Cleveland Browns. Nobody. They got the bed two. They got two top ten running backs on the same mm-hmm. team. All right, so. 
They're out there. They're just going to be wanting to run it right down our throats and Baker Mayfield throw it when he needs to down the field. The, the, the Cleveland Brown style football is like the Jaguars 2017. That's mm-hmm. what they're trying to do. So it's if you can stop the run, which the Jaguars have been, they've been stopping the run. Uh, James Conner had a couple good runs last week, but I don't think he got over. I don't think they rushed for 100 yards on us. I don't think Jaguars have given up 100 yards in three weeks. Devin, you can look that up. I don't think Jaguars have given up 100 rushing yards in three weeks. And so Cleveland, if you you might need to try to figure something else out. And if you got to throw towards three six, hey hey hey, three picks. How about that? Boom. You like that? You throw towards three six, might be three picks. Okay, so just mm-hmm. so get it together, bake show. All right, it's gonna be uh, the Jaguars are getting six and a half points, and if you if you bet with Seven. me the past two Seven. weeks, you are winning. Seven. Oh, well, right. I see six and a half. I see six and a half. But six and a half, seven, I don't care. Take them. Jaguars lose by a field goal. All right, I say Jaguars lose this game by a field goal. I got it 31-28 Browns. 31-28 Browns. So you're you're smacking the over on that? I mean, th- listen, Cleveland the last couple of weeks has had some shitty fucking weather. Uh, they've, been, they've been dirty, low scoring. That's that's how I think it's going to come down to. I think it's, it's going to be our running game. It's going to be Kareem Hunt. And Nick Chubb, a recently healthy Nick Chubb versus James Robinson. And whoever rushes more wins the game. I think that's what it's going to come down to. Um, because I, I don't think Gardner starts this week. I don't think it's healthy enough. And they they trot out Jake Luton anyway. Um, so I think it's going to be just a game in the trenches. They got the over-under at 40 and a half. I think it's going to be under. I think it's going to be sloppy. I think it's going to be low scoring. Um, I, this is gonna this has the potential of being like a 17-7, ball game. I, I don't think I don't think this is gonna be high flying at all. Devin got some for me, buddy. What is up, Sean? Did you ask if we've had a hundred yard rusher against us or a hundred yards rushing against us in the last three weeks? Both. Give me both. We have not had a single player get a hundred yards rushing against us in the last three weeks, but both the Steelers and the Texans got over a hundred yards rushing against uh, us. Well, that's because you know you got to throw in a couple, you know, Deshaun Watson run to that. Yeah. So what matters is a hundred yard yeah. rush? Sure. Yeah. yeah. You got a quarterback rushing yards included in there yeah. too. If you want me to eliminate quarterbacks? I'll read you my look. No. Because you know what, Devin? Quarterbacks play against this defense. And if this defense can't fucking tackle a quarterback, i.e. Fitzpatrick, i.e. Baker Mayfield, okay? If you if you can't make those tackles, you don't you you deserve to get those stats against you. Okay? And that's that's poor play. That's piss poor play from this defense. That's just the 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 tag for, for this season. Hey, right, pretty much all right. Well, thank you, Devin. Right, well, let's let's talk about something that really matters, okay? It's Thanksgiving. Yes. Uh get you some some turkey. All right. Uh enjoy enjoy your family time. Be uh be thankful for what you have. Uh be thankful for what you don't. Here's something to be thankful for. Uh that jersey combination against the Steelers, fire. We need to keep that keep that going. Every week, baby. Give me teal pants, black jerseys. Teal pants, black jerseys all day. Yeah, I like I, I like I like teal jersey. I like teal jersey. No, black no, pants, no, I think no. Black, I think black helmet, teal jersey, no. black pants. I think. I see. Black. All right, let's I put think, it up I on the poll. Devin, put that up on a poll on the Duval Hot Takes Twitter poll. All right. Uh, do you like teal? You like teal jersey with black pants or black jersey with teal pants? It's teal pants all day. Those are fire. I'll watch that team lose twenty-seven to three every week because they look good. <laughs> <laughs> look good, feel good. Out there looking good, baby. 
I, I, I'm just saying. Uh, if, hey, if, listen, Sean, you didn't give me you didn't give me a top three for last week, so now I need oh, to know man. what you're. T- I need I need top three sides of Thanksgiving. Go here we go. Top three sides of for Thanksgiving. Oh, easy. Yep. Uh, green green bean casserole. All right, green bean casserole, collard greens. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm a collard green guy. Yeah, didn't see that coming, did you? Stop being so, uh, you know, stuck in the year 1942. I love collard greens. My name's Sean mm-hmm. Daly, and I love collard greens. All right, mm-hmm. and I would probably say sweet potatoes. So sweet potatoes, collard greens, green bean casserole all day. Turkey sucks, overrated. Makes you makes you uh, makes you sleepy. Cranberry sauce is cheeks, uh, and uh, stuffing is awful. And anyone that likes stuffing is sheep. All right, you guys just think you think it's good. It's not good. It's never been good. Never will be good. You can take that stovetop recipe and you can keep it right on the stove because uh, I want nothing to do with it. Well, it's nice to know that I will not be going to your house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Joke's on you. I don't have a house. Oh, so you're living with Doug Marone. Congratulations. <laughs> Baloney, baby. <laughs> uh, you know, you didn't throw mac and cheese in there, and I'm a little upset about that. It's and, just uh, such a... it's. It's mac and cheese is either great or awful. Exactly, it's gotta exactly. be great. You gotta know what the f you're doing. It, there's yeah. no middle. Yeah. Don't don't. You can have a middle of the road green bean casserole, and I will mess that. I I will destroy a middle of the road green bean casserole because it's delicious. Middle of the road collard greens and middle of the road sweet potatoes. See, you're wrong. You're wrong because I've had middle of the road collard greens, and let me tell you, it's like fucking soggy swamp lily pads. That shit was disgusting. <laughs> I won't I won't name I won't name whose house it is to say. Save them embarrassment, Soggy or the better? but it was disgusting. Okay, <laughs> it was terrible, and it, and uh, it was two years ago. So was, if you're listening, you know who it is. It was two years ago. It was your house, and it sucked. All right, <laughs> it was bad. I need to know. Investigate. Investigate. Yeah. We need to investigate. Figure Somebody that timeline out. out. Somebody find yeah. out whose house this is. <laughs> Oh man! So I love those collard greens. Were uncollared greens. So like, no, they were they were barely green. To be honest with you, <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, they, they were yeah, collared. They, they should have been all that whole family should have been collared and thrown in jail for serving that shit. That's what they, that's what all of them should have been. That's for sure. You know who you are. You know who you oh, are. God. Taylor, what are your three best sides? What are your three top sides? Uh, okay, well, I'm definitely an Irishman, so mashed potatoes for sure. Mashed potatoes! Yeah. Um, also, yeah, absolutely right, Sean. Green bean casserole. Can't go wrong. Bang. And then, uh, you know, I like a little something sweet on the side, and nothing gets you right like Nana's sweet potato souffle. Little marshmallow fluff on top. Mmm! Whoa. I'm gonna have to look that up. So you're one. You're one of those people. That's that's. See, this is this is what I I I don't. Mm, uh, Yes, mm, yes, indeed. I enjoy a nice. mm, Oh, hearty cabernet. (laughs) What? It's robust. (laughs) What can I say? Too sweet. Too sweet for me. Can't can't do that. Devin, what about you? Well, I have to go. All right, this has been the Duval Hot Takes (laughs) podcast. Everybody, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. All right, go Jaguars. You're going to make Devin quit the show. Come on, Devin. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, buddy. I know pie is one. <laughs> no, pie is a dessert. You can't have that as a side. Um, Got to have the mashed potatoes. Got to have the mac and cheese. I was going to say stuffing, but apparently you hate that. After Taylor's sweet potato souffle that he mentioned, uh... 
I kind of want that now because I didn't think about it, <laughs> and it sounds awesome. See, I'm telling you guys. See, Devin just wants whatever's there. Because he likes stuffing, but then he heard your thing. Now he's like, mm, I'm hungry for that. And I guarantee I could come up with like two other things that could uh, could uh, entice Devin's appetite that way, too. He'd be like, oh, man, burgers and fries? Those are my favorite fries. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Burgers and fries. That's Thanksgiving. One time my family had a, like a... It's like a Butterfinger cake they made for Thanksgiving. That was crazy as a dessert. It was really ah, good. Chris Conley cake. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Love a good Chris Conley cake. Uh, I will take this time to apologize to this podcast. I am sorry for the support and the Chris Conley takes and the Chris Conley <laughs> throwing down your throat. This is me issuing a formal apology. And that the season's almost over. And I hope he doesn't come back. Because he has now become... He has now become Dante Moncrief 2.0, and I and I no <laughs> Did longer. Did you see can't... Minka Fitzpatrick just baptize him on Sunday? Yeah, yeah, that was, it was it was rough. It was rough to watch. He got absolutely destroyed, and then he walked over him like a WWF superstar, like The Rock. He yeah, just he, walked did, over he did him. the he did the Allen Iverson walkover. Yeah, that was pretty. Oh uh, my god, it was rough. Hey, probably not as rough as this Browns game is going to go. I'm glad Thanksgiving is right around the corner because I will be so full of leftovers, I'll probably just sleep through the game on Sunday. And hey, if the Jaguars win, we'll just call that a Thanksgiving miracle. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us in this episode of the Duval Hot Takes Podcast. I'm Taylor Smith, moderator. Uh, My name's Sean Daly. I'm going to eat until I pass out. And then uh, after my nightmare, I will wake up and it'll be 2021. My name is Pat Smith. I'm on a diet, so I'm just going to drink until I pass out, and I'll see you in 2021. Devin May, hope everybody has a happy Thanksgiving, and see you next week. Thanksgiving. Yes, Devin, absolutely. A very happy Thanksgiving from our family to yours. Hope everyone stays safe this holiday, has a good time, and we will see you next week for more takes. Peace.